everyone. Welcome to the Tony and Mad Max show here at 10.08 a.m. 10.08 a.m. Oh, what? The impossible? The impossible of getting me up before 12. <laughs> oh, my. Now, if there was no show today, you would be probably unconscious until, like, when? 12. <laughs> really? Yeah. It gives me motivation. I told you that. So now we have moved our show time to Saturdays at 10. I'm going to enjoy it. I went to bed actually a little early last night around 12 p.m. So <laughs> what's your usual time? Like three? Yeah. Plus, <laughs> <clears throat> because you're working on stuff. It's not yeah. like you're just like. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. It's different, man. Being <laughs> off, no school. I'm actually, you know what? And I told you this would happen after graduation. I said that I would enjoy reading. I started reading this book that I got for Christmas. I think it's horror movies of the eighties. Uh huh. And I I've really been enjoying reading that learning like about all the eighties horror films and what may have inspired them to come about, especially the fact that the whole Ronald Reagan era was just an era of contradiction in which I think, the two themes from the book in which I'm starting out and reading now is don't worry, be happy and be afraid, be very afraid. I guess those were the two contradictions of the Reagan era, which inspired horror movies. And you can kind of point those themes out in the horror mm -hmm. movies themselves. It's interesting, right? Yeah. yeah. You love reading those, those little um, historical references and how um, they truly shaped um pop culture at the time um trying to think about reagan the reagan era that was um yeah like, that was yeah mostly the 80s of it was was ronald reagan a lot was going on then you know um uh, the cold war was still going on with the soviet union um the berlin wall was still up and it was about to come down in 1990 um the AIDS uh, and the the AIDS epidemic was um really at its probably at its worst, and um, there's some um, real hypocrisies within the government about how they handled that entire thing with with AIDS and um, how they truly didn't really care about the people who suffered and died from the, from the disease. And similar to how COVID was when it first started. Pretty similar. Yeah. It's, and when you say, um, don't worry, be happy and be afraid, be very afraid how those two ideas sort of intertwined. It really was the truth, man. You know, Ronald Reagan was, um, Ronald Reagan was a pretty popular face. He was an actor. Started out in television and movies. You're right. Yeah. It was a pretty damn like popular one is at that smiling face he was kind of when you looked at reagan you kind of looked at a guy that was like you know what this guy this guy is really going to turn things around here because the jimmy carter presidency was looked at as a as a total like as a total like flat tire so reagan comes in and was very much hard-nosed, didn't take shit for nothing, was very much big on the military, you know, peace, he, he'd always go peace through strength. That was his, that was his main formula for making America what it was at the time, peace through strength. 
having the strongest military in the world. He also did a lot of really shady things, which is also like, it's, it's kind of, it was really, you know, you look at the smiling, happy face of Ronald Reagan and on the inside, you see the, the real damage he, he caused the country. You know, he started, he started the, um, he started the model of uh, trickle down economics. Reaganomics. Which, Reaganomics, yeah, which truly, which truly paved the way to widening the, the um, wage gap in this country and income inequality skyrocketed from that from from that model you know trickle down economics the belief that you put most of the money at the top it's going to trickle down to the bottom um economic level and everybody's going to be happy everybody's going to get their fair share well even today we both and we both know this you know in recent times that's just not the case no and i'm sure you've heard from many artists You've heard from friends, you've heard help, maybe even from like your own personal life, how you see people, you see family members, you see friends who tell you stories about how they get these jobs and they're just not getting paid what they're worth. You've heard it. You probably heard it from artists too, because it mostly does affect the mind, the, um, it affects minorities big time. Reagan really did, did no favors for minorities no. at all. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that most of your artists are, are, are a part of the lower class. I'm saying like, you know, they can definitely expound on experiences on how minorities have struggled in this country yeah. big time. Oh, and they sure. don't, and it does go back to Reaganomics, mm-hmm. you know? So it does make sense, man. Horror, the best horror is the one where, where you. The best horror is the one where, where, where you have to think, and you have to look, and you have to see the forest through the trees a little bit. It's not as fun when you just immediately know. You know that's why the that's why the Friday the Thirteenth movies just didn't really they just didn't go that well as the as the series went on because you just you just knew like okay here's this guy again here he is he's back you know but your cutoff is three yeah what's the new blood is that four that's part seven part seven what's four jason lives seven is the final chapter i mean mean, i mean four is the final chapter and that was Okay, so would you say that four would be counted too? Because that was really supposed to be like the final chapter. It should have been. Yeah, but now we had Jason lives. Well, no, uh, a new beginning with the guy a, who isn't even Jason. <laughs> a new beginning. See, here's the thing. Like, <clears throat> I would have respected that series more if they if they sort of if they sort of um, calm down with the whole Jason Voorhees runs the show to maybe Jason not being a man, but being this, this evil entity that just goes with, with a different host for each movie. 
then you could start doing some random like truck drivers, something like that. A, a, a new beginning like that. That's when that's when it could have been fun. Because you can get really meta with that stuff. And then mm. the series and then as the series ends, you're saying to yourself, well, how are they going to defeat this entity? You know, they they tried with they, they tried with Chucky, man. It didn't work. I mean, he just keeps coming back. <laughs> <clears throat> and that's what Chucky really is. Like, it's not so much the doll. It's so much that it's the spirit of Charles Lee Ray. Like, that's that's really like that's really the gist of it. But yeah, so hope it's good that you're reading, man. Like it's good stuff. Yeah, you learn a lot. I'm enjoying it, man. I like I said, I said, watch when I'm done with school, I'll enjoy reading more, and I do. It's true because you know why? It's not forced. I can pick up any book I want. I may start reading more Stephen King's, like yourself, because I'm really interested in his '80s book that I'm reading. You know, I just, I just got done reading Needful Things. How was that? I've, I've seen parts of the movie before very good very good um i read his new um short story collection that was that was this say like, this was last year if it bleeds was what it was called it was very it was very nice um under the dome i read last year so i read a ton of books last year with the pandemic um i'm getting his new book it's called uh, it's called billy summers comes out in august I, already, I, I pre-ordered it, so it's going to be coming in on the first week of August, and I can't wait for that. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, reading is really a joy. 100%. It's, it takes a commitment, as you said in the past. I remember you said that. It, it, does. Takes a, it does. I, I had to sit there and just really get in the mindset of i'm gonna sit down and read this book and and once i started reading I, I i couldn't stop i'm already on what page 30 yeah page 30 so now is it one of I'm a like 400 graphic? page book but <laughs> i just is started it reading like an actual ago. like book book with like just words or, or is it like one of those like graphic like books that are like that have like colored pictures and stuff like that no i'll actually go get the book after the meeting and i'll show you uh it, it's just it's more words. There's really not as much graphics in it. Like they'll have like one black and white picture on okay. a page. And then when you move on, it's mostly all words. It's not, it's not like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> and what's good is you could become like an expert in stuff. Oh, I could. Now let's do this thing here. So while books are really good for you, while you're happy that school is over, not too happy about, about your next. No, and you know what, dude? It's not just you that's stunned. I think most of like the basketball media is stunned. Most of them picked the Knicks to win in five or six, and they lost in and they lost in five. Yeah, I said the complete opposite when I texted you. I said the complete opposite as I said here right on the show that the Knicks. I thought the Knicks would win in five. I was wrong, as I always say. I am the first to admit when I'm wrong. They didn't. They didn't get the job done. They they looked like frauds out there. Julius Randle didn't show up. I mean, where did he go? But then I have fans that tell me, because I'm worried about him. If he can't perform in the playoffs, how are we supposed to rely on this guy to be our number one star? He just truly isn't and that how guy. how are you supposed to pay him? Yeah, I know. And people are really just – I saw this with Met fans, too, a couple of years back. Don't worry about paying the guy, please. 
the guy the guy has a 20 million dollar option he's gonna pick it up and be here or at least i think i think it's a team option they'll definitely bring him back no matter who's no matter whose side the decision is on they're coming back at 20 million dollars why not use next season to really get a full picture as to whether this guy can get paid or not is he is he worth a max contract i i personally don't think he is no after the playoff contract yeah this guy was this guy was chastised driven out of the town last year saying you got you have to trade this guy oh if we could win if we could you know like make this guy look like he's valuable we could trade him like i was hearing all that last year now this year it's like oh guy give him the max Mm mm-hmm I've never just seen a guy just skyrocket into just a different stratosphere of payday more than this guy. He's a very good player. Yeah. Very good player. But he has not earned a max contract, at least no. not yet. If next year he's putting up big time numbers, if he's averaging 30 points a game, getting getting, you know, double doubles every night, sure. I mean, we, we can have a different conversation. It's It's got to be consistency, man. And he's got to come up to the playoffs and perform. Exactly. Don't give me this. All these Nick fans and all these NBA fans around the league that are defending Julius Randle, don't give me that crap. Because LeBron, even though he lost against the Suns and he's sitting at home and he's salty, you can see that in his picture with Devin Booker. You could see you, Julius Randle would have scored 29 points like LeBron did if he was a true all-star. Don't give me this, oh, he was locked down. They had defenders on him. Don't give me that crap. This is the NBA. This is what you're here for. You're supposed to be a pro. Work through it. I don't know what they were saying about defenders, man. He had had some open looks. He did. Especially from three. He was was shooting bricks. I mean, there was that moment in game two where he was going off. I think he had like – 14 points in the, in, in the second half, something like that. It was something, you know, you thought that he was like alive again. And then he just died. <laughs> died. Went to Atlanta. I swear, dude, that trip to Atlanta, they did Horrible. not belong in that Horrible. building. And I can't wait till Trey Young gets spanked in round two. Please spank this guy. Because this guy, oh boy, what a jerk. <sighs> Who do you hate more, Trey Young now or like who someone else you couldn't stand back? Who's like a real like per, who who who's a player from way back when as as a Nick fan that you just couldn't stand? Not just I'm not saying like LeBron because he's LeBron, but a guy that would play against your team and you'd be like, this guy's up, this guy's just I can't stand him. I'm trying to think of a player because usually it's LeBron, it's Kyrie, like, KD. Would it be like Paul Pierce or something like that, or? No, not even him. I'm trying to think of a player. Darren Williams used to piss me off for the Nets. He used to light yeah. us up when he came into the garden. I remember. I'm trying to think of, of another player. That's a good one. I really didn't like the Pacers. Really couldn't stand the Pacers that year we lost. So you couldn't stand so you couldn't stand Paul George. You couldn't stand Lance Stevenson. You couldn't stand Roy Roy Hibbert. You couldn't stand them. Like, but I don't know if I hated them as much as I do such as LeBron or Trey Young, because they, they're just, those are my top two. Yeah, I mean, Ky- you could throw Kyrie and Katie in there because just Kyrie's annoying, okay? I mean, this guy, he's going all over Twitter saying, oh, by us winning, we're uniting the world. 
what? <laughs> We're uniting the world. You're not uniting me. You're not uniting me from a basketball standpoint. Hell no. I'm not going to be jumping up and down when the Nets win. I mean, I'll be happy for you because you've been a Nets fan from day one. All these other bandwagons that sit in the Barkley Center is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously Reggie Miller was before your time, but he was pretty much on the same level as a Trey Young. Dude, oh, yeah, Trey Young. Killer. And, and what's so ironic with this whole Knicks game five in the garden was that he was the commentator with Marv Albert. He did the play-by-play with him and he was able to throw digs at him during the game. Win something, Reggie. You know, he never won anything. So you want to act like you're the big bag Knicks killer. You never won anything. Oh, good. You did. You made your, how many points was it in, in like eight minutes? What was it? Or like, was it eight points in how many seconds or something? Crazy. I don't even remember. I don't remember. He made I a certain I... number. Of, he made a numerous amount of points in so many seconds in one of those Knicks playoff games. And that was the game where he had, if you see the pictures where he does the choking pose to Spike Lee in the crowds. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. That's Trey Young is on the same level, dude sticking his tongue out at the crowd, bowing to the crowd. And then, and then, and then they wonder when these fans throw stuff at you, if you act like a jerk, but I, I, I know, really, but that can't be condoned. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. But this guy, no, no, but I'll, I'll, I'll make, I'll give you, I'll give you a reason. Trey Young. Okay. Kyrie and Russell Westbrook was just a total disgrace. These guys weren't even doing anything when they went in the locker room. Trey Young actually eggs the crowd. It's like, you're egging the crowd to do something. Whereas Kyrie and Russell Westbrook were just walking in the, into the locker. Well, hold on a minute. Okay, so here's where the things get a little hairy. Kyrie Irving went on the Celtics logo and stepped on the Celtics logo. And stomped on it, yeah. What did you make of that? I I thought it was I I thought it was well worth it. You know, fans really treated him like crap when he came back in game three. I know that the he felt a little rattled too. He only had like 16 points in game three. I think it was either 16 or 15. It was a really low number. One of those two. Then he comes back in game four and goes off. And I think he had every right to step on that logo. First off, it's not anything like blatant. He didn't stomp his way up the court and then went boom on it. He just team called I think I think the team called called the timeout and he went by the logo and he just stomped on the face of the of, of the Celtic logo. Then he got kept he got Kevin Garnett. Man, you know what Kevin Thank God he went to Boston because he would have won nothing as a as a Timberwolf. Would have won nothing. Boston right. Boston pretty much pretty much he was already a Hall of Famer on his way, but Boston, I think, just gave him reason to gloat. KG going on Twitter saying, "You don't step on, you don't step on that logo like that." It's like really, that's like some of these like, that's like some of these like boomer rednecks down south that say, "You don't step on our flag." Like it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Who else went after Kyrie for stepping on the logo? It was KG? I think it was. Um, there was another. There was a, a, another ex player. Oh, uh, Big Baby, Glenn Davis. Oh yeah. Again, like again, him, him too. Like who, who, 
who the hell is Big Baby? <laughs> Big Baby came off the bench. He was a really nice role player for that championship team for the Celtics. And that's pretty much it. Like, I, I, I get it, dude. Like, players, players, players idolize certain logos, certain symbols in sports. Yankee print the Yankee pinstripes, the the um Packer jerseys, the Cowboy jerseys, the um Canadian jerseys in, in the in the NHL, and I guess like the Celtic logo is just something that 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 you can't like, you you can't desecrate, <laughs> can't step on. But but that's what makes Kyrie and not likable player it i get i get that you may have your view on it especially as a nets fan but i mean he did do that i'm not am i saying criticize the guy all day for it no but i mean if you want to explain the reaction to why the fan may have thrown the water bottle at him that may be why that's that's probably the reason now this kid his name is cole buckley kid's an idiot 21 year old just idiot he gets arrested He's getting banned for life from, from TD Garden. Why do fans do this? Like, don't they know that that don't they know that they're gonna get banned? You were just talking about this last week on the show, and notice how it impacts your team right away. How? Oh, like, <laughs> oh with the oh, oh with the oh with the fans. Yeah, the dude, the fans have been terrible. This has not been a real good showing by NBA fans. And I don't know what the league does about it. Do you like up security? Do you like, because you can't, you can't force them to not banter. That's like a violation of like the first amendment. Like you can't, like you can't tell them like, okay, like you can't be saying this. Like, no, like they're fans. You can say what you want. You can say what you want. You can't like physically attack a player. That's off limits. But words are different. You could not, you could be against them dropping F bombs on Trey Young. But the fact of the matter is like you can't run up, you can't run up those steps and start yelling at all the people that, that are that are chanting it. So I don't know what you do as a league. I really don't. I mean, there was this one fan that ran onto the court. I think it was the Clippers Mavericks game. Mm-hmm. It was one of these playoff games. A guy ran onto the court, and the announcers were pissed. They were like, "Listen, this is this is getting out of hand." No, that's different. That could just be high insecurity, and maybe you could limit the amount of alcohol that's sold at these games. I guess, <laughs> but but then but, but but then but then you're losing money. That, that's never going to happen. You like, know what's crazy? There was, there's been no NBA fans for a year, and all of a sudden when they do come back, we've, we've seen them at an all-time high where we've never seen them before act this way. It could, it could just be that they were being cooped up for, for a year watching the playoffs from like, from, like, Disney World in this building where there's no fans. And now they have a chance to really root for their teams, go to the actual venues and be a fan again. And they're just 
taking advantage of that privilege. They are. <laughs> the, the, Knicks is, fans, the Knicks fans were just crazy when they were playing the Hawks, though. They went nuts. And did you see the, did you see the Hawks' social media at, mm. after they won game five? What was it, the new king of New York? Oof. That- Oof. Talk about throwing shade at the Knicks. Like, like, outwardly, man, like, nondiscreet, blatant, just going after the Knicks, just rubbing it in with salt, like, bad. Like, there's this one tweet at the end of the game where, do do you know that gif or that meme where, um, where um, the guy is going back into his car and he's like this, like with the big smile. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know that one? They used that one, and the caption was leaving MSG like like that. It's like so, like, it's, it was so blatant, man. Like, you would have been like, this team is just, this team's trash for doing it. It is. And their it social is. media team is a bunch of, like, it's a bunch of, like, just, just salty people, but I can't wait. They, they told you with second round, I hope they get spanked, and I can't wait for Trey Young to get, get sent home and watch uh, the teams that aren't playing. Besides this, you know what I mean. And it's weird too, man, because the Hawks, the Hawks had a really interesting season, man. It wasn't all, you know, it wasn't all good stuff. They fired their head coach midseason. They had a ton of injuries, man. Bogdanovich barely played this year. They lost Hunter. I think they they, they lost Trey Young for some time. They, they had a lot of injuries. And really, this is kind of the first time that they're really at full strength. And you see all the offensive firepower that they have. It was really overwhelming. You had Trey Young, Bogdanovich, Hunter, Gallinari, Clint Capella. Like, <clears throat> it just—it was just too much. So, but that's a wrap on the next season, you know. Yeah, well, and everyone's saying, oh, we'll be back next year. We said that in 2013, and we didn't end up being back to for freaking eight years, so... No, but understand, dude, that, that 2013 team was an old team. It had a lot of miles on it. And I think there were just much better teams. I mean, obviously, it's different now. I mean, like, you got the Nets, Sixers, and Bucks, But, like, I think more so there were more teams that could keep the Knicks away from, from, from the playoffs. Now – the Knicks can find themselves in the playoffs easily. They could be a fourth seed again, or even a three seed. They could be a three seed next year, and you have no idea. It, times are different now, man. This isn't like they need to team. get Julius Randle a star. Enough. If you have to trade yeah. Mitchell Robinson and maybe trade a draft pick, do it. Now's the time. Now's the time. You know that's why they're keeping an eye on Damian Lillard, who just yeah, had I his team get knocked out. And they just fired their head coach. Now, that's interesting as well because Lillard is now going to be keeping an eye on who they hire. If they hire Jason Kidd, which I've heard is a possibility, he 
could just choose to like stay. Like he may not force a trade. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Kawhi Leonard is, is a free agent this year. Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul has an opt out. He's not coming back to, to Phoenix. Um, I wouldn't get him if you're the Knicks. DeMar DeRozan is a, is a free agent. You know, so there's a there is some offensive firepower. There, there is, but then you gotta think of it again. Is there gonna be this nonsense where star players don't want to come here and he, again? Because you gotta deal with it every year as a Knicks fan. You gotta deal with it. You gotta deal with oh well, the, I'm going to this team because I'm not going to the Knicks because of this and because of they did this a few years ago and it's because of Dolan. Notice how Dolan didn't come out once this year. They must have kept he them did. tied up in a closet somewhere, and the Knicks did good. Well, it's because they were good. Yeah. When the team is bad, Dolan just starts to show his face. He's like Dracula. <laughs> He'll show his face when things are going bad. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It just. So the Knicks finish out the year. What were they? 41 and 31. Yeah. 41 and 31. Which I'll tell you, man, that is mind bogglingly exceeding expectations. And now they head into probably the first off season in a long time where they're in, where they're in the driver's seat. Now it's their turn to improve. It's their turn to add. And, you know, does Kawhi want to come here? And does Kawhi want to come here? Like, uh, was your mic off for that? Yeah. Um, does does, does Kawhi want to come here? Does, does Kawhi want to come here? Does I don't know, but you Kyle know what, Lowry man? Kawhi here? was struggling in the playoffs this year. He was struggling. People weren't happy about it. He did not perform. He kind of performed just yeah. like Julius Randle. Night? Who won last night? Clippers, Mavericks. Who won? Well, let's double check. Let's double yeah, because I feel like the Clippers won. I feel so too because. I would have heard. Yeah, they did win. Okay, yeah, because oh, I, I would wonder would have erupted if they didn't. Uh, by what score? One hundred four ninety-seven. Was it overtime or was it regulation? Ooh, uh, Had to do a regulation. Yeah, it's regulation, two... regulation. Oh, okay. So we're going to game seven. Yeah. Big game. Oh boy. Big game. Big game. It's going to be back Why? in the Staples Center. It's gonna be big. It'll be back in the. Is it back in the uh, Staples Center? Uh, let's see. Let's double Ask check. Back, yeah. It, it's gotta be. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna be tomorrow at three thirty p.m. Wow. Game seven. So all the teams pretty much have advanced. Pretty much. Has there is there any series that's not over? Let's double check. Well, the Nets got the Bucks today at seven thirty p.m. First game. So that's Nets and Bucks tonight. Sixers and Hawks. I think I think play tomorrow. No, this did they play tomorrow? No. Let's check. Yeah, Sixers tomorrow. Hawks. Good. Uh, I'm gonna be get I'll, I'll have to pull out my Allen Iverson jersey. Okay, so Eastern Conference, Nets, Bucks, Sixers, Hawks. Semifinal, second round. That's Eastern Conference down. Those are the final four. Those are the final four teams in the East. Yep. And in the West. We've got the Suns. Suns and we've got the Nuggets, right? Did, did the Nuggets finish out their series? Pretty sure. Yeah, they had to. Yeah, because yeah, it was against the Blazers. Blazers. Yeah, so yeah, Nuggets, so Suns. 
Nuggets Suns, good series, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, who's the, who's the other West team? Oh, the Jazz. I think the Jazz, the Jazz handled handled the Mavericks. No, not no, not the, the Mavericks. Grizzlies. The, the Grizzlies. And tonight, no, tomorrow afternoon, we're gonna see the last whoever makes the second round, Clippers or Mavericks. That's right. Who, uh, who you rooting for there? I'm going for the Clippers. I think you know why. Because I can't see Porzingis go on and do oh well. Sorry. Porzingis. He's hardly even a factor, man. Yeah, he's I know. <clears throat> oh, boy. And I can't stand Gallinari, too. Him and his stupid mohawk. Oh, yeah. Danilo Gallinari. I hate that guy. There's a lot of players in this playoffs that are connected that are connected to, to the Knicks. Yeah. Carmelo, Porzingis, Gallinari. Tons. It's been that way for years. <laughs> no. <laughs> it really has been. Hmm. So you got anything else on your mind here? Or um... how are you feeling about the recent baseball games with the Yankees and the Mets? The Mets have been tanking up the place. I'm tanking up. <laughs> They're also the playing a very good team. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll put it to you this way, man. Like, this Yankee team is in shambles. Can't hit. Can't play fundamentals. Leadership is not there. The manager is clueless. There's yeah. no... And I don't see how it changes. I really don't. Because <clears throat> this, because these are the players that you count on, and they're not coming through. And like, I, I just simply just don't see how they, how they, how they get themselves out of it. I really don't. I don't either. Because, Did because you see no DJ one... LeMahieu on this on in the bullpen? Not in the what bullpen. The the dugout. What was he doing? Did you see him, the reaction from one of the games where he was just slamming something? I think his helmet or something. And did you see that? Oh, really? Yeah. I did not. Taking his anger out. Has every right to, man. But he's not performing either. Just, I don't get, like, where, like, where is this team gone? Like, where's the talent? The talent's on the field, but they're not performing. Ugh. If this team doesn't make the playoffs, dude, then the GM is fired. Coaches, the head manager's gone. Oh, yeah. He's should have never got rid of Girardi. What they were thinking. There's multiple factors as to why Girardi was fired. And really, none of them are even that good. No. So... Still June, but like it's just it, there's no. I don't see a light. I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel here. I don't. I don't either, man. I don't see it. Uh, hopefully the teams get better in New York. I do for baseball, especially all the other sports. I mean, we have the Islanders playing the Bruins right now, which I hope the Islanders do come through. I hope so too. I know. I mean, we we need a we need a New York team now. That, that can win here. The only mm. New York team I don't want to see wins the Nets, but I think it's going to happen. <laughs> we'll see, man. Hope to, hopefully. 
do you think that um how do you think this Nets Bucks series goes? I think the Nets are gonna win. I think it's gonna be tough. I think so too. I think it's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna Nets be win. one of those. It's gonna be like one of those like game six or game seven sort of things. I it may so. be. It may be. Bucks Who are knows? too good to go down in five or to go down in five games. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it's gonna be. You're gonna see a six seven game series. I think you're gonna. I think I just don't see that the Nets making a clean sweep. I don't see it. No. Oh my God. No. I think that they I think that that they win that 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 they win in either six or seven. Yeah. Possibly seven. I think seven, yeah, I could see. Imagine if the you Nets know. don't win though. Oh yeah, they do. That would not be good. They'll be sitting right at home with my Knicks. That'd be a failure. Failure of a season. Crazy. Oh yes. But you ready to wrap this up? Yeah, man. Actually, I wanted to get into a quick discussion with you about Scream because I remember I was texting you about it. You oh, said, yeah. You said that Scream 3, it wasn't, a, it wasn't needed. But what, what is your take on Scream 2? Because technically Scream 2 isn't needed, but it's considered the, one of the greatest horror sequels of all time. Then I want to get your take on Scream 4. My take on Scream 3. Hmm. It's a good movie because it's not like boring. Like it's like it's just fun to watch. I can see why people don't like it because it adds an element that you didn't think that 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 you didn't think the story would go through. You know, the fact that like she had like a life that she had a, a long lost brother, like it's like the whole thing about the first movie was it was just like the boyfriend and his and his accomplice that were trying to replicate a horror movie scenario but they were just both psycho like that's like that was that that was the gist of the movie Mm -hmm. and then they added this whole other element that's like whoa See, the second movie was just about was just about revenge, which is good. But then the third one, it's like, but just like Randy said on that tape, remember the tape they put in? Yeah, when they're all sitting in the room with the sister, Randy's sister. Creepy. That was a creepy scene. Um, he, um, uh, Randy said that like in every trilogy, and I. In every trilogy, you find out something that 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 you didn't know about yourself. So that's why I think it is a good movie because, like, because it's all because because it it's all based on formula. It 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 all makes sense. Like it wasn't just thrown together on a script. Like they like there was a plan. These movies were beautifully planned out. There's always like, you know, there's always some reason behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, as I've always said, Scream is the template for a horror movie. Scream 2 is the template for a horror movie sequel. Scream 3 is the template for a horror trilogy. And Scream 4 is the template 
for a horror movie reboot. What did you make a screen for? What is your honest opinion on that? Again, yeah, like <laughs> look at his face. It's okay. It was okay. At, at least they brought, you know. At least they brought the original people back. If they yeah. would have just had like different actors, man, like that would have been a dud, a dud. And now it's Scream Five, which I don't know when that movie's coming out. Supposedly but January. They're bringing back the original people. They're saying it's not going to be a sequel. It's not going to be a reboot. It's just a completely new film for a franchise. They're going to create a new trilogy off of this new film. Really? Yeah. So are we kind of starting from the from from the beginning here? I hope not. Maybe they're going to pull a Halloween 2018. Yeah. Everything after Scream 2 doesn't exist. See that? Or after see, Scream 1 would, doesn't exist. That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. I'll hmm. tell you what is enticing. Remember the storyline that we went over last year on one of our shows of Stu coming back, supposedly oh, surviving yeah. that TV death innocent, uh, uh, incident? Yeah. It, him coming back in the storyline would have been an interesting plot. That would have been. And, and it would have been a nice little ending. It's like the story coming full circle. At least in my opinion. Yeah. But, but do you think he actually, can? someone can survive that TV? Um, she threw a TV on him on his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you never know, dude. Horror is really weird. Horror just brings people back when they want to. Such as Michael Myers. I mean, he did blow up and die in Halloween too, but yeah, like he's, he's alive dead, in four. <laughs> alive in four comes right back. <laughs> But um, but Scream Five. It's just called Scream, by the way. Just called Scream. It's mm -hmm. just called Scream, and Wes Craven's not directing it for obvious reasons. So I don't know. I don't know. Will it be as good as the other four or other three, other two? If you are out there and you don't like the so many sequels and of the part of the franchise, but Wes Craven is not involved, so that does bother me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace, but. All right, let's wrap this up here. Let's do my socials. So my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Real Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Once again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You could check out all of our previous episodes on any podcast platform, such as iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. We are there if you follow all the podcast platforms or just one we are there just search sports and hip-hop with dj mad max dj mad max podcast tony and mad max we were all there you could check all of our visuals out on this youtube channel right here sports and hip-hop with dj mad max make sure you subscribe we are here every saturday now at 10 a.m we do the 10 a.m shift saturday morning slams as tony pavena called it in the previous episodes and yeah go check out the new website maxcoglin.com Check out the old website, maxrcoglin.com, and you could check out our shows there as well. And yeah, man, I think that's pretty much it. And I'm gonna, after I'm going to show you the book that I'm that I've been reading too. Mm -hmm. so you, you got it. You could do the closeout, man. Also, send me a link to the um uh, website too. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to so do that. The, one, the website. Okay, so thank you guys for tuning in to this new time. 
Um, don't forget, wear a mask, which recommended, you know, is not really required anymore, at least in this state. Um, wash your hands, be safe, and please get vaccinated, please, when it's your time to get one, get one. Enjoy, enjoy your weekend, everybody. So long. So long.